0: Welcome to Book Talk, I'm your host Anthony Moirore. At Book Talk we get to have an author come and tell us about his book or her book and today we have a great guest with us, a guest who's traveled continents and when you travel from one continent to the other you get to go through some encounters and not only that when you travel in life you meet with the encounters and The guest is going to tell us about herself and her encounters, and I'm excited to have her in our show. And without taking one more time, I'm going to invite Nadine Thompson into the show. And I hope I got that right.
1: Yes, you did. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Hi, how are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm well. Welcome to the show. We are honored to have you here.
1: Thank you. Honored to be here.
0: Yes, and uh, before we go on, we'd like to uh, have a clue of yourself. Where are you from and what do you do? Give us a glimpse of yourself.
1: Okay, so I'm originally from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. I was born in a small village in Jamaica. Um, I grew up with parents who were farmers and they're, you know, people who are close to the soil. I am a teacher also. So I graduated from university in Jamaica and, and I was teaching there for a a short, for some time. Then I went to Japan as a teacher as well. So I was, I was on what is called the JET program. So JET is um, the Japan exchange teaching program, and it takes teachers from a lot of countries around the world. And so I went to Japan in 2006 and I was teaching in Japan and I was there for five years. Then after that, I went to England and I studied there for two years, did my master's degree. And then I wanted to continue teaching. And so I decided to come back to Asia and then I came to China. So now I'm living in China.
0: Whoa, yes. <laughs> that's beautiful. So I,
1: I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a teacher and I'm also a writer. Wow, that's, that's quite an,
0: a, a journey. I mean, I, I thought you, uh, when I saw your story, I thought you were from one continent to the other. Now I hear you are through continents. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's quite a journey. Yeah. And uh, I believe uh, in your growing up and in your moving from one place to, to, to the other, you've had some great experiences, like, uh, and, and even going from one culture into the next culture. You must be... Mm-hmm experiencing a lot. I love that.
1: Yes, yes. It, it's it, because when I first, I never thought I would leave Jamaica. I never had that thought in my head. So the opportunity presented itself and then I, I took the opportunity and then from there other opportunities opened up. So that's how it started. So it wasn't like, okay, I planned this. It's just like how, how it, it worked itself out. Um, my book Encounters, so this is mostly just poems because mm-hmm. I'm now trying to write the the story form of it. So I had these poems um, over time. So when I was in Japan, I, I was writing some some poems about, you know, especially how you feel when you're in a place. So my book starts with encounters with places, then encounters with uh, love and loss, encounters with uh, spiritual light and so different things so so i wanted to say that encounters just don't mean you know one kind of encounter it's a different types of encounters that you can have yeah
0: yeah and yeah. i love uh, when you mentioned that an opportunity presented itself and you took it because uh we all go through life uh, encountering a lot of things, and when we have an opportunity, some of us hesitate, which should yes. can be, and you grabbed mm-hmm. an opportunity. And you're. Uh, we can tell even from this uh, instance that you are ex- uh, um, enjoying the experiences you're having.
1: Well, it's been I mean, it's been a journey. There have been many situations. There have been mm-hmm. good times, there have been bad times. But I've, I can say that I've grown through all of the experiences. I've grown mm-hmm. a lot in understanding different people, different cultures, yes. Okay.
0: So mm-hmm. is Encounters your first book or uh, and the it's, only book so far?
1: My only book so far. So now I'm writing a nonfiction book. Now I'm writing my second book. So this, is, this was my first book, yes. Okay. When did you write it? So this book was published uh, January, 2000 and 2021. So during the pandemic, the the first outbreak in China, the first lockdown, and I was at home for the first time. And I started to think, you know, this was my dream. I always wanted to write a book and I had some poems from before. And so I started putting things together. And as I was doing that, I saw something came up on a website. I was on that this um, publishing house wanted some manuscripts. So I said, okay, let me, let me see. And then they liked it, and so it was published by this company, EBL Books. Mm. So yeah, so 2021, during the pandemic, was when I finally decided and finally put something out there. Now, this is beautiful, and I'm always mm.
0: encouraged by this. Now, from what I uh, experience and encounter with the several of the guests that come here, yeah. I'm always hearing of some good story of things happening in the last two years. We all know what we went through in the mm-hmm. past two years. And when I hear that someone came out with a good story from the pandemic, mm-hmm. now that's encouraging and it's yeah. inspiring and enlightening. Yeah. So we are happy that you came up with the encounters and uh, give us the poems that you're going to give us. Although we may not get to hear all of them because we should go and get the book and read it. But oh, yeah. So uh, you were, you you decided to write the book and you uh, moved into it and uh, you now have it and you have it on Amazon and you have some copy, I mean, hard copies, I guess, with you.
1: I had uh, like 50 copies. That's Mm -hmm. because the publisher, publishers did 50 copies that I could have. And I did a small book launch. So my background, you see here, was what I was from my launch. So did a small book launch here with some friends and i basically sold those copies so now i don't have any i think i have one copy that i'm saving so i don't have uh, any more copies but it's on amazon and people in other parts of the world have bought it yeah Mm. Mm.
0: wonderful so i'm curious
1: what are Mm. some of the encounters in there Okay, so the first part, so this is the book. This is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And this, the cover was selected by the publishing house because this is actually a a place in Japan, in Tokyo. So here I, the first poem in the book is talking about Japan for jets. And as I said, jets mean um, Japan exchange teaching program. So I wrote a poem to talk about what was my experience on that program what was it like to be there and and my, so I just read the last part for you. So it says, this experience of exchange, a lasting monument locked up in time, recording our histories, celebrating our victories, sealing our alliances, creating new perspectives, linking our destinies. So that was what it was like for us that after living there we were connected in some ways and if we had victories we, we had histories alliances new perspectives and in creating new destinies yeah mm-hmm. then the next point was about my travels cuz while i was there and also here i visited other countries so i've been to london and been to paris and all these other places so i just wrote a poem just saying how i felt as I was in these places, that each place had a different feel. You know, When you go to a place, it has different smell, different sound, different, just something about the place you could know that is so different. So yeah, so my second poem was about that. And I have poems about, I have one poem dedicated to Jamaica, that I call it Landscape One, because that was my first country, first place, and my first landscape. So that, that poem about Jamaica so yeah so that was my first the first part and the second part is a lot of poems about um love and things that happened and i wrote a poem called i'm a woman rising because that this was now from all my experiences all my situations so that's one i can share as well yeah we'll be glad to okay. hear. okay so this one is called I am a woman rising. I am a woman rising, rising from disappointment, rising from loss, rising from despair, rising from unbelief, rising from emptiness, rising from negativity, rising from fear. I am a woman rising up. I am a woman accepting blessings. I'm a woman finding happiness. I am a woman experiencing hope. I am a woman filled with abundance. I am a woman abounding in positive light. I am a woman rising higher and higher. Whoa! Yeah. That's, so
0: that's that beautiful. was that's yeah. beautiful. And, and <laughs> why I say beautiful because, as I mentioned before, not only in, in the pandemic but in other experiences that we have in life you are always meeting with people who are complaining and uh, mm-hmm. it, they are they, they don't have a positive thing to say about their life the experiences that they are going through and uh, you remind us that uh, that thing that we should hold in ourselves because here we are not only addressing the women but we are addressing anybody who anybody. but we are going to take the, your example because you are a lady who has authored the book Mm. so to remind ourselves that we should uh, view ourselves in the positive not in the negative not being yeah. on downtrodden not experiencing the hurts and uh, worries of life but mm-hmm. ourselves that i, I am rising that, that's, yeah. that's beautiful i love that yeah. i love yeah. it mm-hmm.
1: so yeah so the so so the so that was those are some of them and then my The next poem, the next section, I call it Love and Loss. And these are poems about, uh, you know, uh, living abroad is actually what I call transient life. So you sometimes meet people and then relationships end and then people go to different places and there's always movement and you don't feel like you are staying for a long time. So some of these poems look at this kind of life, you know, how you feel. So Mm -hmm. people who read it have said to me, they have really felt the sadness and they also feel, they also understand that this is part of the journey. This is part of transient life. Mm Yeah. So I've I've done a a few of them Mm -hmm. and also talk about loving positive, positive light. So not only negative, but also positive light. So I have a poem called A Word Like Love, saying what love is, not in the the television sense, but but, what love is and and all of that, Mm -hmm. and happiness, things like that. So both looking at negative and positive sides of love.
0: So what is love? Let's hear that.
1: Okay. It's quite a long one, but uh, yeah. So a word like love. Love is asking and caring about the response. It's making sure you're comfortable and warm. Caressed with warmth through hot beverages when you're sick. It's making sure you leave home suitably attired and well fed. It's checking to make sure you have the important things for your journey through checklists that you have covered all your bases. In days of hurt and injury, disappointments and failure, it provides a place for sleep and respite, tenderness and hope. Gathering up your loneliness, bonding through experience. A word like love is woven in a quilt, embroidered in golden moments knitted in scarves, sewn in hemlines. A word like love seeks to find you when you've been in exile, traumatized by pain, slept in a hard place, felt forsaken, broken down in tears. A word like love says it is well, both now and then, sending signals, connecting through threads spread across oceans and continents, heard through codes, messages so clear, a word like love settles between us, transcending through this life and the next, repealing sorrow, preserving joy. Like a family photo on a mantelpiece, a word like love fades in color, the captured moments etched in time. Beautiful, beautiful. So <sighs> that is yeah. love from a different, not just the, you know, but every season, every part of it. Yeah. Our love really is there, yeah that's that's beautiful and uh i would like to address those people who are
0: watching us and those who get to watch uh, this show after we are through you've just come in we are talking about the book encounters by nadine thompson and they are poems and uh, they address a compilation of poems about daily life encounters and the psychological and social effects that they have on the individual. That's what Nadine says. And you should go and get a copy of it and then experience the beautiful poems that she's shared with us, some of them. And uh, yes, if you have not, had a chance to watch our other episodes those of you who are listening go to any platform that is hosting podcast and uh, apple podcast uh, audible itunes and search for Book Talk at bookplace and you'll get to hear them and so let's continue with the interview with nadine now you started with uh, Japan, but you're from Jamaica. Although you've mentioned about Jamaica, do you share some encounters of when
1: you were very young and growing up? I know because because this was on my journey. So I wrote one poem about Jamaica that I will read. Okay. So because this was more about when I started traveling. So I have one poem here about Jamaica. OK, it's called Landscape One. Small farm. Crops growing, the village fed. Ferns growing wild, soon to die of weeds. Small flower pots, enchanting flower, makeshift garden. House for warm weather, workmen chipping away tiles laid. Smells of fried fish. Mama's cooking, homestyle brew. Dog and bird sounds, living in a village, baby asleep. Peas rising up in our garden, pick them in the pod. Clothes on the line, neighbors conversing, and stories passed on. Dandelions swaying in the wind, a flower petal picked and blown. Small country road, taxi hailing by, passengers alight. Peas now harvesting soup for dinner. Chopped firewood cooking over outside fires, love in action.
0: Mm. Makes me want to yeah. think of uh, Jamaica and going there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I weaved in the fact that, you know, my parents had their small farm, they are growing the crops. We are kids playing outside, we're picking the flowers. My mother loved to plant her flowers and have a garden at the front. And then, you know, there are days when she would get the fish and you have fried fish and she's cooking this on a fire outside and you know, we're playing and the neighbors are there. We live in the close by, you can see people talking over their fences, things like that. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing of this was love in action because she was cooking and taking care of us. And this is what we knew as, as just love and just being in the countryside and being with nature and seeing people and enjoying life like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So have you, uh, maybe
0: now because you talk of love now the poem is about love and uh have you placed uh, the poems in sections like uh, there is a section yeah so, is there, yeah, yeah so yeah so i place I'm them in
1: sections mm-hmm. yeah so i place them in sections so the first section is encounters with places mm-hmm. and that's where i have the poems about different landscapes about Japan, if there's one poem about, two poems about being in China. So yeah, so that's landscape one. And the second one is landscape encounters with positive light. So that's where I have the poem about I'm a woman rising, so experiencing different things. Then encounters with love and loss. And that's another section. And then there's encounters with a myriad of feelings, different things, just encounters with different things and how you you view it. Yeah.
0: Ah, great. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next question. Whom would you want to read this, uh, this book, The Encounters?
1: I think I would firstly say I would want people who, especially people who have lived in different places, that when they read it, I think they can really get to the idea. Even if you left your, your, your small village in your home country and you went to the city, you can understand this kind of transition. And then if you have lived, you have left home and you lived in another country, you have lived in different places, I think you can get the idea of, or understand. And even for people who haven't done that, I think you still feel the sense of, Somebody move into different phases. Yeah, mm. I think mm. I can
0: identify with that because I'm personally from Kenya, but currently mm. in Athens, Greece. So mm. I identify with uh, uh, the poems and the kind of picture you're trying to portray. Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, in your writing, if I can ask this, what was your biggest challenge, and in your publishing?
1: My biggest challenge was actually I guess time because I started firstly when it was it we were at home. So February to I think April of 2020 I was at home and then we had to go back to work. So when we went back to work I was still in this period of trying to get this book done and then my publisher At first, everything was okay in the US, and then suddenly they were also in lockdown. And so all the plans to, because we wanted to do it in September 2020, and then we had to push it back to, and then she was saying to me, we really want to do it, we want to get it done for January 2021. So it took longer than expected because of, I think the pandemic and lockdowns and different things, yeah.
0: Yeah, we are happy that it finally, came out yeah. published yeah. and we are also happy that we are moving back into normal life i would as we would
1: <laughs> well we are still a little bit you know not so normal well with we, uh some days here we are we are back to lockdown conditions
0: oh yeah and i've had that recently tell us about that please if you would. Uh, what's uh, well
1: i i live in hanjo that city that is in the East and it's close to Shanghai. Uh, There've been a couple of cases, I think, of this new variant, I think it's Omicron, and the cases went up and so they decided that the best way to handle it is to go back to lockdown. Mm. So we've had a week and a half where schools were closed, the whole city was back to this kind of lockdown. We were doing tests uh, almost every day And then uh, we could go outside. Here in my city, we can go outside, but we can't go very far, just around our um, area where we live. Shanghai is quite... Even as we speak. Yeah, even as we speak, Shanghai is very different, where Shanghai was totally closed, totally locked, everything shut. But for us, we could move around a bit but we have to have a green code and have to make sure we do the tests and have the test results. Yeah. Mm. So Mm.
0: maybe I'll put you on the task. What's your perspective? Where are we heading? Are we going to come out really, or are we going to keep on with this cycle again and again?
1: That's what we have been asking the same questions. Um, I really thought we would be because I remember last year this time, It seemed as if everything was going well, and you know the rest. Other countries were struggling, but here it was good. But now it's the reverse happening, so it's very strange. I know for many foreigners here, people would like to go home, even for a visit, even to visit there, because Christmas and summers we were always going home. But now we it's difficult to leave, and flights are so expensive. And if you want to keep a job and come back, it's not guaranteed. So yeah, it's very um yeah. I get it.
0: I get that yeah. you do. And uh what's in your next work? I mean, there are books that a book that's my next
1: work. Okay, so my next because a lot of people were saying, uh, okay, you know, we don't they don't really like poetry so poetry is a form that maybe is not accessible to everybody I try to make my poems really easy to read and like that not so difficult but when people hear poetry they kind of get yeah so people are saying why didn't you write it in a in nonfiction format the stories so now I am writing some of the stories in a, in a nonfiction book so I'm almost halfway there so the titles I'm thinking of is um so my travels and its stories from an ESL teacher. So something like that I'm thinking about. So we are I'm looking at different phases, stories from Japan, stories from studying in, in England, stories from China, and making it into a nonfiction book.
0: Hmm, that would be great.
1: Yeah. Yes, people love stories. Although- yeah, people love.
0: Although there is a, still a big section of people who enjoy listening to poems. Yeah. Uh, and your poems... Well,
1: poems are also stories, but I think, you know, people just have this view that poetry is a little bit harder to understand, yeah, maybe.
0: And your your poems, as you say, they are easy to yes. listen to. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they have a good message. So
1: yeah.
0: I bet uh, that people would still go for encounters.
1: <laughs>
0: before before your other work comes out so we are really happy that you're sharing with us this and um would love to read the book where would they get the book uh, those people who would be interested to get
1: it so the book is on amazon yeah and it's on amazon as an ebook mm-hmm. and it's also there is paperback so you can get it on Amazon it's also on Google Reads and it's also on Barnes and Noble but i think and i think um, Amazon might be the easiest to to get it on more okay. accessible
0: yeah. mm-hmm. so for those of you who are listening go to Amazon and search for encounters by Nadine Thompson
1: and they need to put i guess Nadine K because that's what that, that's the name i wrote it with Nadine K Thompson Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, because I think my first name and last name, the two names are quite common, so yeah, put K in there to just, yeah.
0: Okay, so Nadine K Thompson, yeah. go search for that and you get it and enjoy the encounters. But uh, before we go, because we are almost done with the show, I always ask mm-hmm. our guests to share with us something that we can always remember. A few words. Go for it.
1: Okay. Well, um, for my journey and in thinking about it and processing it, I think the best thing I've learned is that we are not as different as we think. You know, when you go to different countries or you see different people, you all think, ah, they're so different. But we are, we are actually not so different. We all want love. We all want acceptance. We all want to be healthy and we all want to be happy. So I think if we remember that, I think we will treat each other differently. And I think there is too much of looking at just, you know, outer things. But we need to actually receive people by looking at them in a different way, not judging them. So my thing is, my message is, we need to see each other differently. We are not different from each other. We all want the same things. So let's actually try to live with each other and work with each other in a better way thank you very
0: much uh, that thank has you. been nadine thompson with encounter the book very much yes you. and uh now we've come to the end of this episode and uh, we would like to appreciate all the people who have been with us and those who are going to listen to it or watch it later and uh i would like to read a comment from one of their listeners who is known as John Kafuenyaga, he says a love experience is quite conscious to people abroad who usually go some temporary lonely experiences away from home mm-hmm. before yes. settling again by creating new relationships and he says great poems. Thank you very much John. Thank
1: you, thank you very much, thank you. Yeah.
0: Yes and um, we are happy and we've come to the end. Thank you very much Nadine for your thank time. You. thank you so much
1: i appreciate it too okay thank you
0: and we wish you all the best in everything that you choose to do
1: okay and i might be back next time to talk about my next book we'll be waiting (laughs) okay because we love stories (laughs) you love stories all right well looking forward to hear your stories too okay okay bye Bye for now bye for now okay take care yeah